0: love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you.
1: John 16, Thank you for reading very fast, my son. We don't have time. But I just want them to have these scriptures so that they can go out and preach this gospel and now understand that when Jesus mentions a thing in the rapture, it's a big deal. Those of you who are not touching your chins and who are writing in a hurry, you have gone home with a treasure. Because I've given you so much that when you preach, even a pastor that will sit in your teaching will say that you can't ignore this. Hallelujah. Because I say it in the conferences out there, we don't have the latitude and luxury to do this. But for you here, we have had this colloquium session where the Lord has allowed us to open up a little bit more uh, on this aspect of the coming of the Messiah And now, today we realize that the window is shrinking Thank you for coming We're going to give you, a, we're going to give you until Saturday is happening still So, um, this window is now closing Because now the mission to India is on And has drawn near And that's why But meanwhile in the interim You saw that we take advantage of this And we all up for you I know that I have jumped a lot of things right now. I really jumped a lot of stuff. But when Jesus mentioned resurrection as the hope, it was a big conversation, right? Very big. He spoke much. And if I had time, I would have spoken about the hope. What is that hope then? Because here he mentioned resurrection. But in it now is encapsulated eternal life, everlasting life. That is now the hope he's talk about. So if we have time, we could go to the book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 2, and so forth. We don't have time today. And the window is shrinking, that's what I'm saying. I know we have until Saturday, right? Until Saturday, then we'll close, the, close the, I mean slowly close the curtain. Because now I'll start praying and fasting for India. Hallelujah. But I've enjoyed the time I've had with you here. Because I'm able to open up a little more than we do in the conferences out there. Because here we can do a scholarship, an expedition in the world, right? That when Jesus mentions one thing, He says, but for you, you have resurrection. Why should you grieve as though death has overwhelmed you, right? So that has now turned out to be the bedrock of the faith, of the Christian salvation, Right? The bedrock, and everything is embedded on that. He's saying he has focused it on us. I mean, in front of us as our destination, right? The church. And so, there is no reason whatsoever to preach the gospel of prosperity, because the Lord will never humiliate you. Lord is ensure that you have food and you have clothes. If, if the birds out there, right, on a daily basis, but this one takes people into heaven. Don't touch this. No muda, no muda. Don't change. Don't change this one. And so, we have seen clearly now in that marathon in the short time we had that the resurrection that he invoked in the scripture that gives the rollout for up cascade, is your hope. It is the greatest promise the Lord ever gave the church. And we have seen that It is meant to focus the church on heavenly, heaven, to make the church heavenly focused. And we have also seen that it teaches the saints to persevere in this life and to ignore all the the, the storms of this life, right? Hallelujah. And I've tried on each of them to give you some scripture so that you can be able to go, go out and prepare a golden church, a glorious church. And we've seen that that resurrection also essentially makes a pronouncement that this world is not your home that you have another home hallelujah and then now the uh, scripture were you reading my son before I stopped you John 16 33. John 16:33 also this world is not our home
0: these things I have spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace in the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world.
1: And then Philippians 3, 20, we have read it all the time. Hi. Philippians 3, 20, 21.
0: For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: For our citizenship, I think the best version there is, our citizenship is in heaven very clean and clear why because of this promise of resurrection our citizenship is heaven. just bear with us a little bit don't doze there my daughter bear with us a little bit here we are very serious on eternity right you will pass the news you're welcome tomorrow we are here i'll be waiting to see you here it's very serious with us here because rarely do we do this when we preach it should be a full stadium in fact, millions of people, about five to six million people, right? But this is such an honor because we are alive globally also, right? Hallelujah. And so, he also says in uh, have you, Hebrews, okay, Hebrews chapter 13, 14 also. Give it to them, please.
0: For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Hallelujah and there's more and more John 17:14
1: and 15 if we are time I'm jumping a lot of things for you because it's time
0: to go home and when he saw them he said unto them go shew yourselves unto the priests and it came to pass that as they went they were cleansed and one of them when he saw that he was healed turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God. And so, another last point
1: I wanted to go home with is that when the Lord invoked resurrection in that scripture of rapture, the scripture of First Thessalonians, chapter 4, verses 13 and 14, when he said, you should not grieve like that, you know, because for you you have hope. The hope of resurrection. When he did so, he essentially meant... That everybody must die. Death is a must. And therefore, when you're on this earth, you must now start planning for life after death. Right? That has been sounded, should be sounded a trillion times until it's ingrained in you. Right? That death is a must. Give them the following scriptures. And you should, when you're on this earth, plan for the afterlife. Life after this. Right? So, uh, give them Ecclesiastes 11.3. Ecclesiastes 11.3. Thank you, my son, for reading the word. When he reads, we move faster, right? That's
0: very powerful. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth, and if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. Very serious,
1: you know. And the other versions, you have them, NIV and so forth. That when the. This is very serious. He says the clouds are true to type in God's creative order. That when they have the rains, they fall down. The rain falls, right? He says you cannot release that which is not in you. That's what he's trying to say there. And he says that when death is failing people, that your content decides on which side you fall. You are content. Again, I'm going to say something that maybe the people will want to slaughter me for this, but uh, I'm going to say that if you are not righteous, you fall south. if you, I've used the word south. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, Africa is known as the south, right? And if you are righteous, you fall north towards heaven, right? It's not geographic, please. So, that is serious, that you cannot fake your content. He's saying that the resurrection that the Lord invokes in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 and 14, when he's rolling out the rapture, the cascade, is very serious. He speaks too much, so much to the church. He's saying, death is a must. Unless the rapture happens before you die, right? But death is a must. And that therefore when you are here, you should start using this time to plan for your life after this. That is serious. I need to trumpet that a million times, right? Even trillion times. That when you are here, you really need to start doing things that show that you have decided your destination after this. And so the scripture that we have read there, I've read it before, Ecclesiastes 11.3, I mean which talks about how death fails man. Death is always failing people. And so he's asking, which side will you fall? Will you fall south or north? You know, I don't want to say politically incorrect words, right? Because south, we know that heaven is north, right? Even in scripture. So I am right. But he is essentially saying that God in his creative order, you will always exude only that which you are. And therefore, if you are full of righteousness and you die, you can only fall towards heaven. And then he gives a warning there that the only time you have for changing your destination is now. But where the tree falls, there it shall remain forever, my Lord. Forever. These are serious. I know I'm running because of time. I'm trying to have you get home. But if I had time, this would be a six-hour sermon for you here. These are serious things that determine eternity of nations, eternity of people, eternity of a generation, eternity of the church. This thing I'm running through here in a hurry that you must determine your destination now, that when death has failed you, it's too late it's too late so when the Lord mentioned resurrection, that's a big thing right, have you now woken up to the seriousness of gravity and death without jokes put jokes aside on this matter this is eternity of nations the devil would want you to lighten it or slighten it You cannot. He says, you cannot fake who you are. If you are unrighteous, unless you repent, and change that unrighteousness of you to a righteous you. And that is the opportunity God is giving the nations now. He's saying, death is failing people even today as we speak now 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 there are so many people who have died this day since morning until now and some have fallen towards the lake of fire others bless god have fallen towards heaven are we together i'll repeat here what the hospital ministry my son My son, uh, senior elder from your church, Elder Wachira. We normally have briefings here on hospital ministry. And this last briefing I shared on radio, you heard me, right? It was serious, right? Very serious, because I normally take details of all the ministries, especially the hospital ministry, because those people are at the door. Even now, if you don't go to Nyeri Hospital, you know, my worry is there is Nyeri, there is Kisi, there is Moi Teaching and Referral, there is Kisumu Mombasa, there is Nyamira, there is also Meru, what, everywhere, people are dying throughout. We are the ones who are not there. We need to be there. Because one of the examples he gave, which I'll give, I know time is not downside, is this lady, this special ward is of cancer, And there is this lady whose bed is closed to the door so when they entered into prayer they normally start from the end as they sweep through when they are allowed when they're given you know they also they pray for you you have not yet begun to go but for them that have begun to go they pray that the lord may give them favor that the doctor may allow them pray for each patient can you imagine their prayer request and for you you have not yet gone right Them, they are now dealing with the dynamics of it. I remember when he said many times we bring the fruits for the mentally ill. In that word, the mentally ill, we bring the, they tell us, put the fruits here. But they have been praying for years that the Lord may touch the heart of the doctors. That one day they may start giving now the fruit in the hand of each. And ask him, how are you? Yes, can I pray for you? And they, they, they have been praying for years until the door opened just I think last week or so. And he came here celebrating. My Lord. That now they were allowed to give in the hand of each lunatic. So they could talk to the lunatic. Say, God loves you. Don't worry, I'm praying for you. And some of them are distraught. They are, as you are saying that, my Lord. ask him, why? Why were you worried? Say, no, if we don't do that, Jesus will lock us out. You, you have not yet begun going. But for them, they are worried that if they don't keep by hand, Jesus will lock them out of heaven. That is serious. Can you talk to me? Very serious. You, you have not yet gone. You are waking up at 10 o'clock eating breakfast. For them, at 4, they have woken up. They have rushed quickly because they are allowed to enter there. At 5 in the morning, 6, they are now entering. And they, have, they are dealing with the dynamics. They have a prayer request that the Lord touch the heart of the doctor. So they don't keep putting the fruit on that table. But allow them to start giving each lunatic a banana, a ripe mango, and talk to him. That is their prayer request. They are crying to the Lord to open that door. My Lord. For you, you might say, you are brought fruit, you are put there. You are brought. No they said, if we keep bringing and living there, Jesus will lock us out. That is not what he meant, that when I was sick, you came to see me. That is not what he meant. Anyone can do that. Can bring and put on the table and go have finished, hospital ministry. But Matthew 25 is serious, right? It's a very serious standard of entry. You, you have not yet started going to the main hospital in Sydney, Australia. But others have already gone and they have another prayer request for years that the Lord touch the heart of the doctor. You know, they have been bringing fruits and pudding on the table. But they have been crying for years that the Lord touch the heart of the doctors to allow them to start giving each lunatic one by one. Thank you. How are you doing? What's your name, Peter? Yes, God will heal you. Jesus loves you. And then rub his head. And God will... Huh? My Lord. Their prayer request is different. And for you you have not yet gone and if you're given a chance to go you would have taken the fruit and put on the table say i've done it no jesus will lock you out this is very serious now and so this case of cancer they were praying they praying 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 and then they came to her the one near the door and the sister said thank god you people have come i'm glad you people came today i'm happy you people came that's why because my sister has been disturbing me the whole night. Every time in the night you know, she can talk. She's, meaning come, come. When I come, listen, there's nothing. I go back. Within a short time I go, come quickly in a hurry, in the night, emergency. Come, there's nothing. So I'm glad you people have come today so you can pray for her. So they prayed for her and you know each of them they lead to the Lord. They led her to the Lord, and then they now left. The next day, when they came, somehow the Lord led them the same word first. So again, they began from there. When they came here, they found that she was not there. They asked the neighbor, Where is this uh, sister? They said, Oh, in fact, that one, it's, it's even good that you people came yesterday. It was very good that you came and prayed for us and led us the Lord. Because kumbe, the word is Kumbe in Swahili. It, it, so it is you people that she was waiting for. Yes, when you prayed for and let at the Lord, you are the ones who now released her and she was taken to the mortuary. I like the way the blessed uh, senior Archbishop Emeritus set up the structure of that church in Nakuru. He put very senior gray-haired people to head departments, evangelism, hospital ministry, and look at this report. And there are many other reports of the hospital ministry. But they are literally catching people at their exit. And they are leading them to Jesus and come back here that, oh, Thank you for coming yesterday. Where is the sister? Oh, it was important you came because actually all the time I think she was seeing death coming and she kept calling the sister. When the sister comes, what is the trouble? Then she says nothing. So, she was seeing death coming and when you came and led up the Lord, then you are the one she was waiting for. you released her. And she left. Then she was wheeled to the mortuary. So that is our calling. We need to go there and catch people that when they fall, according to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter eleven, verse three, so that when they fall, they fall towards heaven. Because death is failing people. That is just PGH Nakuru But in Nakuru alone there are many hospitals There are so many hospitals And people are dying There are now over 100 There were 70 but now I'm hearing They have increased again There are over 100 now in that church And now they are covering All hospitals Giving people a chance that when Death fails them they may fall towards Heaven Oh, yes. That is what the Lord is saying here. He's saying that when he invoked, when he touched on resurrection, in the book of First Thessalonians, chapter 4, 13 and 14, the scripture that rolls out the cascade of the rapture, the unfolding, unveiling of the rapture, he touched so much the real bedrock of salvation. And that should be the focus of the church. That is what the Lord is saying. That should be your hope, your destination, your perseverance. Hallelujah. And he is saying, tells you very clearly that death is coming. Because he says, death and resurrection of Christ. He's touching death and resurrection. So he's saying, in that scripture, he's saying that everybody must see death. I recently read your scripture. And I think it was the book of Is it Joshua 23 verse 14 Where he was saying That I will go I now go the way of the world Meaning where everybody follows Everybody on this earth follows He was about to die That I will now go the way of the world But you remember too well That every single promise the Lord your God has given you He has fulfilled So how can I do the Lord Is that the scripture Oh Yes Joshua 23, 14. And so, look at this now. He's saying in the book of Ecclesiastes, are you people happy? Please show me on your faces because I know time is bad. You need to be smiling at me. So, this is serious. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 3. That your content, the content of your heart, will determine your destination. And that content is being built here yeah, now, now. When he touched on resurrection, can you give them more scriptures? My son, read a few more. Uh, read uh, Second uh, uh, Ecclesiastes, we have read already, and uh, Second Corinthians five. Just one on. Maybe we. Uh, yeah, Second Corinthians five, one to eleven. We just pick and choose a few.
0: For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan. Thank you very much that you have another house. That is resurrection is talking
1: about. And one more point you want? To enrich you? So the Lord was again saying that this must be your gospel. Hallelujah. Resurrection is the gospel of power because only our God resurrected. So that is the distinction between us and all the others. That is what we need to champion and give us an edge over everybody else. Hallelujah. That is the advantage he gave us. And so, Acts chapter 2, 23-24, Acts chapter 4, 33, 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4, can we start? Acts chapter 2,
0: 23-24. Him, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. Very powerful. And at that time, you see, he was talking to them directly. He was telling them, you have murdered the king.
1: He was telling them of what they have done. He didn't fear. Right? And then, so our gospel is strictly based on resurrection. Romans 10, 9, finish up with that as we leave. Strictly based on resurrection
0: that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved.
1: He says, since there was a promise, a prophecy, if you ever read Isaiah chapter 53, you see the promise there, that the Messiah would defeat death, when he said, and then he shall see the light of life, after he has gone down. So, If prophecy promised, all the way through Hosea we have read here today, that the Messiah would come and die and defeat death and resurrect, and then the Messiah appeared, appeared, died, defeated death, and resurrected, that means even you, yours, will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I think that's what I want to finish up with. So, read for them. some. some, I can try Psalm 23. I don't know which one I should give them. Psalm 23. Read from verses 3 and 4. There are so many scriptures, but we'll skip them. Psalm 23. Where now he has given you safe passage also.
0: He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy road and thy staff, they comfort me. Thank you. Meaning, because of that resurrection, now the Lord is asking
1: us not to fear because he has given us a safe passage. I'll give you my example. I have seen my death. But it's amazing because the body falls and then my life immediately leaves. I can look at the body instantly. So you don't have to fear there is a safe passage for your life. Hallelujah. He has prepared it over there. And so resurrection finally as you leave is now also our validation and confirmation that Jesus is God. Read for me. I think it's Romans chapter 1 verse 4. Can you try?
0: Romans 1 4 as we check out now. Time and is over and declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah.
1: I think that's a high note on which to leave it, that that resurrection he touched there, when he was talking about the rapture of the church, is what really confirms that Jesus is God. Because no death could hold him back. Hallelujah. So rise up, receive the Lord blessed people. We started late, but we try to. I tried to rush through. I tried. A more academic model of anything else, right? <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. So let us now receive the Lord blessed people. Everywhere, globally, wherever you're tuned in, you have seen now that we Christians, we the church, we have the advantage of resurrection. That Jesus came according to prophecy when the prophets of the Bible, they have given this prophecy again and again, that he would come and die for our sins, and then overcome death, resurrect. And now we are seeing again, that there is another prophecy, the prophets of the Bible are giving, that he is coming back. Even that will be fulfilled, blessed people. And he's saying, let us anchor our hope on resurrection. When the church in Thessaloniki, were distraught, they were broken, they were disturbed, they remained solo in solitude and destitute. They were consumed with grief and mourning and funerals about their loved ones that had died. And yet they knew very well the promise had been given that the Messiah would come back and take them into glory. And so they wondered, what would be the fate of their loved ones that have died before the rapture? And we see that the answer Jesus gave them back is that worry not, I've laid before you the promise of resurrection and that each one of you that has laid their trust in me, they shall be resurrected. So fear not death. And so tonight I want to encourage you also to lay your hope on the resurrection of Jesus and to depend on that tremendous victory he underscored and scored for us at Calvary. He outlined that that victory is the vehicle that brings us into the eternal kingdom of God. And so it doesn't matter the sufferings of this world we have seen tonight that for as long as you behold on to that promise it is well with your soul it shall be well. That you'll end up in victory, the devil will not swallow you. You will end up victorious for as long as you hold on to that promise of resurrection. And yet, we realize he did not judge us that you may share in that victory, he gave it for free. So, I want to encourage you tonight to lay your trust, to place your hope on that victory, blessed people. Maybe you're in Latin America. Argentina, El Salvador, Panama, Chile, Peru, maybe Uruguay, Paraguay, maybe North America, or you are in Australia, New Zealand, Brisbane, or in South Korea, or China, or Japan, or maybe on the other side of Hawaii, or West Coast, Seattle, Washington. And maybe you are distraught, you are caught up in a situation where the sorrows of this life have really torn you down. They have rendered your heart. But the Lord is saying, Fear not, for I have overcome death. And that victory I lay before you, that if you can just receive me and trust, and trust in the Lord, that you too shall be victorious. Your story will be good. Your story has been written in the Bible. It is news that has not yet happened, but you can read it already. So please, let us trust in the resurrection of Jesus, that for that resurrection he shall give us glorious bodies and eternal life. So repeat after me. Say, Mighty Lord Jesus, I repent and turn away from all sin. And I receive you, my Lord Jesus, inside my heart as my Lord and my Savior lord establish holiness in me and establish the promise of resurrection in my heart and command my steps into the glorious kingdom of god i love you jesus in the mighty name of jesus i am born again thank you thank you thank you thank you very serious blessed people once you've said that prayer, congratulate you now. Begin walking in holiness and stay there. Stay there in holiness. Jesus loves you. My daughters are here. One of them, she has been waiting to testify. And we have been playing games. We've been not testifying so that she may come and come and come. And they are faithfully come and come and come. It's a blood clot that was in the brain. And the blood clot at one command, it is well dissolved, my Lord. aye. aye, aye. Two months in ICU Two months in ICU for dead Everybody knew she's gone She's going And she's right here Is it Chelanat, right? Very powerful, my daughter We are going to take the testimony Every day we really talk about you how we are going to plan this testimony here Hallelujah But thank you for coming Thank you, my daughters Make sure somebody sees you the Professor uh, uh, Beatrice Okach is here Professor Ambula here And many other pastors will be able to receive you But I want to, I promise somebody Transport there, a group of you probably or so forth. or We can arrange that But remember now that when Jesus Invoked resurrection It was a big thing Very very big Yes very big indeed I know when I began Some of you were like Where is he headed to? No, 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 normally I just ignore that because I know I must ignore to help you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> because your mind is in your office somewhere, waking up in the morning, what time shall I wake up? You on many things. <laughs> not here, not here. <laughs> but look what has come out of it. It has become the biggest magnetic compass of the church. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So resurrection, resurrection, resurrection. It has become our gospel, our salvation, our life, our eternity, our destiny, our hope, our perseverance. And it is what defines Jesus as God. Hallelujah. Tomorrow we'll start earlier. We'll start early tomorrow. And then two o'clock sharp I will be here. And I know we're continuing up to Saturday. The Lord bless you indeed. Jesus loves you. My daughter, come to me. Just come to me. In the name of Jesus. Plus the new people, all the new people.